Welcome inside the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders on a Saturday morning and District 7 3A nearly came up with a sweep last night. A lot of results across the UC and beyond that were predictable and a couple that were not. Girls region tournaments last night began. They'll begin for the boys tonight. We'll catch up with several boys coaches from across the UC. But before we do that, let's take a look at last night. Jackson County, a 41-38 winner in a quarterfinal over Trousdale County, while York Institute took down a White House Heritage 59-18. Clay County, a 61-28 defeat of Merle Hyde, and Cookville 67-17 over Riverdale. That trend would continue. These big wins by a lot of these teams across the UC Clark range, 71-38 over Joe Burns. And as I mentioned, it District 7-3A nearly coming away with a sweep. Stone Memorial goes on the road and upsets Murfreesboro Central Magnet 46-40. Upperman goes on the road to take down Tullahoma 48-37. White County stays in Sparta and defeats Marshall County 67-39. And yes, you can predict it, right? If those three won and they didn't pull off a sweep, that means Livingston Academy was eliminated Last night, on their home floor at Durward Vaughn Memorial Gymnasium, 57-52. to A tough loss by L.A. I was on the call, and folks, it was painful. L.A. went up 2-0 to start the ball game. Lawrence County would come back to make it 3-0, and Lawrence County would not trail again in the game. L.A. Uh, fell, or that is they trailed by as many as 10 at, uh, in there in the first quarter, and then they kept it inside single digits, got all the way down to one-point deficit multiple times, but could never tie it and could never take the lead back. A very difficult loss last night in Overton County. We'll step away from the girls and we'll talk all things boys as the region tournaments begin for the guys across the UC this evening here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the High School Playbook rolls on and we will begin the program catching up with head coach Will Putnam, the Monterey Wildcats, an upstart team that had no business being at this point still alive in the season, but they did just that, guaranteeing they would get this far with that win in the play-in game in the district tournament over Watertown. They competed hard in the semifinals and the the consolation game, but ultimately fell in both, and now they've got a chance to re-guarantee that they get to continue their season tonight. Coach Putnam now joining the program. Coach, last time we talked... You were coming off an incredible win over Watertown uh, to hand you guys a district tournament win and guarantee you three more ball games, six or seven more practices. Uh, what have those practices meant to this team? Let's start there. They've meant a great deal to this team. We value every moment we get to spend together. We're very fortunate that we got to extend our season with uh, after our win against Watertown. I, I've Really, despite this year being a tough year for all of us and being a year where we've all had to learn valuable lessons, we've had to learn how to work through adversity, we've had to learn how to work even if at the end of the um, at the end of the game you don't come out the winner. We've had to we've had to learn how to continue to move forward despite 
suffering some setbacks and things like that. And and the resiliency of this group is special. The character of this group is special. I uh, I, I've, I personally have valued every minute that I've got to spend with them, and I know that they too, especially the seniors, have loved extending their season and you know getting to hang around for a little bit longer. But it's been such a valuable um, time for these these young players as well because we have so many in our program. You know, this this year we're going to lose four seniors, uh, three of whom who have played significant minutes. And um, and we're going to have some spots to fill next year. And uh, this has been a development year for some and a kind of a bringing along year for some. But this has also been a year for some where they've been expected to come in and, and offer great things, whether it's off the bench or starting in games. And um, I think it's just any time you get to spend together as a team in a practice setting where we are working on skill development and working on team development, our identity, whatever it is, it, it's going to be beneficial. And um and and yes, we've loved we've loved every minute of it. It's been a great deal to all of us. You brought up you know facing adversity. You face adversity in those uh, next two ball games in the district tournament. You take on York Institute, who uh, of course walks away with a, a nice win, but ends up falling in the championship game, I believe. And then uh, a, a consolation game against a really talented Smith County team. Both of them, though, competitive ball games uh, for you guys. What did you love out of your team in those two district tournament ball games? And what do you feel like they took away that uh, could really benefit you guys in a matchup Saturday against White House Heritage? You know, we look at you look at both games, and um, you look at the York game. And we were up two after one quarter. Mm-hmm. And in the third quarter, we got outscored 21 to 18. In the fourth quarter, we got outscored 24 to 20. And you look at those numbers and you think, man, we, we really battled and competed. But then you have to look at the second quarter and we got outscored 22 to three. And it, it, I told the boys after the game, I said, guys, that's, that's the difference in the game. That, that's really the only difference. We essentially played even with them in the third and fourth quarters. Um, but because they were able to get such a sizable lead based on that second quarter performance, we found ourselves in a situation where we're constantly playing from behind. And when you play from behind, you, you kind of have to throw your game plan out the window because you really got to start trying to find ways to get steals, find ways to get stops, find ways to get to limit teams to first, uh, first shots and, and not letting them have any second chance opportunities. Um, and, you know, you look at the Smith County game, we were it was seven to five after the first quarter. It was we were working our defensive game plan. We were working our offensive game plan and, and really trying to play five out and spread the ball and spread each other and it was um you know, spread the team and all those sorts of things. And you know, it's it's an eight to five game it's a twenty one fourteen game at halftime. And then in the third quarter, another twenty one to four uh period for us. And when teams extend that much in one quarter it makes it very difficult to come back, no matter if it's the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, the fourth quarter. Now against Smith, we turn around and we play even with them in the first in the fourth quarter. Um, and I understand there's some, you know, we were all subbing and both teams were subbing some younger players and things like that, but the points were even. And I, I told the boys, I just said, we just have got to find a way to not keep having games where these quarters, we just let ball games get away from us, whether it's limiting turnovers whether it's subbing more whether it's making sure that you know just to try to stay fresh we have to figure out what it is about the second and third quarter because those have been the ones that have really got us this year first quarter we're hanging in second quarter a lot of the times we're hanging in but then third quarter there's a letdown 
Here lately, it's been first quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and second quarter has been a little bit of a letdown. So we're still trying to find what the, the, the solution is to that problem, but there was a lot to take away from those games. We battled with two of the better teams in our area, two very senior-heavy teams, very athletic teams, very physical teams, and because we've played those two teams leading up to White House Heritage, I feel like that's only going to benefit us because everybody in that other district whether it be Liberty Creek, Trousdale, Westmoreland, or White House Heritage, has big physical teams. They're athletic, they rebound, they're fast. So anytime you get to put a team who maybe athletically would be a little bit on the opposite end of that, it's experience. And it's a way of showing them how you have to play in those moments to still find success. So there's a lot of success to point out, you know, and, and to show them what happens when we stick to what we're doing and stick to we, our process and trust our process. But if we decide to go away from it, <clears throat> we can have a third quarter like we had against Smith or a second quarter like we had against York. And really, at the end of the day, the only people we have to blame are ourselves because they didn't really, those teams really didn't do anything that different. They started hitting shots, but that happened. We stopped defending, which can't happen. We stopped rebounding, which can't happen. And we stopped shooting the ball well. Well, when you do those three things in one quarter, it, it doesn't matter when, if you find it again or not, you're not going to be able to dig out of that hole. Saturday, it's a White House Heritage team. You guys go on the road. Uh, a, a very beatable team, but as you mentioned, also big and athletic. What are you kind of coaching the boys up on this week? What's the plan to keep guys' legs fresh, keep you guys in in really good shape for what's going to be a hyper-competitive ball game, uh, but also obviously not letting kind of that rust set in and, and maybe a little bit of complacency setting in after two losses and, and feeling like you got to go into a hostile environment? Absolutely. No, I mean, and, and White House Heritage is a good team. Um they're they're led by a sophomore who's six foot ten. Um, the he's averaging twenty plus points a game. His name's Avery Coles. He's a very very good player. Uh, very very old school kind of big man. Likes to play around the rim. Good footwork. The nest moves when he's in the paint. He can even step out and shoot threes. So he's a matchup nightmare. Um, and you know they have other seniors on the team and things like that. Uh, they have another 6'4 guard who's a lefty who's a shooter and can get in the paint and shoot fadeaways. and just They have athletes all over the place. They have good basketball players all over the place. They have a certain style of play. Theirs is control. Theirs is turning you over. Theirs is utilizing their size. We do not have the size to match up with them in a prototypical way. So what we've got to do is get creative with how we approach them whether it be trying to get out and transition more, whether it be trying to press a little bit more to take that big guy out of the game and not allow him to just sit and work around a, basically that triangle in the paint and, and get paint touches, to extend the game as much as we can, to spread the floor as much as we can, to utilize the clock as much as we can. We're going to have to get tricky in some ways. The boys have been mentally prepared. They've been focused. They, too, do not want the season to end. I don't have anybody on the team that has expressed any desire to me to hurry up and get this over with so they can get to baseball or anything like that. Um, I, I firmly believe that this is an opportunity for us not only to go into a hostile environment and compete, but a hostile environment and win. It just all depends on how we're going to show up um, that night. 
we have prepared. We're going to go prepare this afternoon for about an hour. We're going to get them out of here. We're going to let them rest. And we're going to go out and compete tomorrow night. And we'll see what happens at the end of the game. We'll see what happens during the game. But I have full confidence that my guys will show up and compete and play as hard as they possibly can, regardless of the results. Well, I know I would show up and play as hard as I could for Will Putnam, a guy who just gets you motivated. Monterey Boys Head Coach Will Putnam on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. We'll stay in Putnam County, and now we'll catch up with a team who, much like their squad on the gridiron, who they share a lot of players with, promises to attempt to play for a state title this year. The Upperman Bees are the cream of the crop in a lot of ways in Class 3A on the boys' side. Of course, plenty of real estate between now and then, but head coach Bobby McWilliams kind enough to join the program, and Coach McWilliams, an impressive performance in the district tournament, but but obviously uh, an impressive performance really the entire here second half of the season. I uh, haven't lost since January 5th. That's the only game uh, you obviously have lost in the year 2024. Uh, you guys have been on such a tear, but you also seem to have gotten better as the back half of the season went on, playing some of your best basketball there in the district tournament. How have you kept the team motivated, and how have you guys continued to improve while also not letting one slip away here over the last month, month and a half? Well, you know, I said at the beginning of the year when we got our uh, kids back from football, it was going to give us another dynamic that uh, we needed. One, depth was going to be, you know, a plus for us, but uh, two, we had a lot of experience that um, that we got back when, when, when football returned, you know, uh, I, I think that's, that's a big thing, but it's just a matter of reps and being in the gym. some. and I think that was, uh, that's probably the biggest thing that's enabled us to, uh, kind of take some, uh, steps forward and which we've done over the past, you know, three, four weeks. Yeah. Talk to me about what kind of benefit it is to have a team that's this deep to feel like you can go not just six or seven, but eight or nine, even maybe a 10th guy down your bench and feel like you're not necessarily losing a whole lot in terms of size or speed uh, or the ability to go out there and defend and make a shot. Yeah, sure. The, the, you know, that, that's, um, that's been a huge benefit for us. We know that. And, uh, and we use that. Uh, that's uh, we've got some quality kids over there that would, uh, you know, that that uh, enable us to uh, play a certain way or play different styles, um, mix up our combinations, and then you know if we get in foul trouble, obviously that's a big bonus too. But uh, just um, you know, I, I think the practices have been uh, uh, really competitive. That's probably been uh, one of the biggest benef- uh, benefactors of the whole thing is being able to uh, you know be able to get better through competition uh, day in day out a guy in Ty Cobb who a lot of people have remarked here down the back half of the season uh, that he's probably one of the better freshmen they've seen in a very long time if not ever you've been around this game a long time at different levels at different places uh, and certainly, of course, they're at Upperman and in this district in this region. What makes Ty unique? What makes him maybe different from some really talented other guys who have come along over the last several years? Probably his uh, his court awareness. 
Um, he, the the way he thinks his way around the game is un um, you know it, it's really been unmatched for many freshmen that we see, and we've had a lot of talented freshmen in our area uh, in the mid state, and um, you know we've obviously played against some really quality freshmen throughout my coaching career, but. You know, one thing that I think has been able to separate him for from um, a lot of the others has been just his um, the the way he you know he's able to think his way around the floor on top of you know just a um, you know a tremendous uh, natural given talent uh, and then what he's been able to develop through his hard work, but just being able to understand uh, game flow and. Uh, and, you know, composure, all that stuff is just, you know, it's it's really it's really unique for a freshman to have that kind of um, mindset and, and control when when they're playing. And he's well beyond his years in in his uh, thought process out on the floor. I mean, he's he's an extension of me out there for sure. And uh, you know, that's that's just been a really big bonus for us. But for for him, he uh, you know, hopefully he's going to keep developing his game, working on it, which I know he's going to, but, you know, try not to put too much pressure on him because <laughs> he, he's, he's also 15 years old. And, um, but, you know, he is definitely, um, he's definitely one of the better freshmen we've seen. Well, you guys in the midst of a district tournament where we saw several upsets, whether it was L.A. over Stone, Stone uh, over Cumberland County, and uh, obviously the Upperman girls there in the consolation game, uh, you guys were able to get two pretty decisive wins, a 10-point win over uh, White County, and then uh, you know going on a 15-plus a point win over L.A. What were you guys doing there in those two games in the district tournament uh, to, to not only win, but to feel like you won kind of in a fashion where it was you guys pulling away and able to get those nine, ten guys in uh, to play significant minutes? Yeah, I, I just think the, you know, I, I think competing um, every possession, all possession through through the full, you know, four quarters has been something that obviously we've tried to get to um, and, you know, several things, one conditioning or what illness or whatever it's been has not allowed us to do that, you know, for four quarters. But, uh, you know, credit to our guys. I think they're, they've been really locked in since we got closer to the tournament and, um, you know, uh, just, um, uh, just realizing, you know, what's at stake and, 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 um, and we've kind of taken on the approach that if someone's going to beat us, it's going to be because they outplay us, you know, um, and that's what they're uh, that's what they're taking on. And, and it, as a coach, you, you can't ask for much more. They're just ready to compete for four quarters and the whole game and every possession. And we've been able to do that, and that's worked out good so far. A near eight thirty p.m. tip on Saturday, and nine p.m. tip on Tuesday evening. What have you guys done since then over the last couple of days to sort of rest up from two extremely late ball games, uh, but obviously stay fine-tuned and, and ready to go for a Saturday matchup at 7 against Marshall County? Yeah, I mean, we we honestly, we took off Wednesday. We didn't even we didn't even get on the floor. And, uh, you know, yesterday, yesterday was light. Now we're just kind of managing things. Um, you know, we did we did get some 5-on-5 five five in yesterday, and, We'll probably do a little bit of that today as well, but we definitely have shortened our practices a little bit. Um, you know, trying to get guys the game healthy is, you know, most important for us right now. But, uh, 
you know, just um, I, I think that's the biggest thing for us has been kind of, you know, making sure we're we're ready when the game tips. So, uh, you know, we definitely want to play um, full at full capacity with the Upperman and, um, you know, so we, we just have to manage those loads for these guys, especially on their off days. What does it mean to have earned the right to have another game in Baxter this time of year? And what are some things you've seen from Marshall County that you guys will want to key on or try to counter? Well, you know, Coach King does a good job. I've coached against him for a long time. He was at Moore County for years and years. And um, <clears throat> The first thing that, that jumps off the, uh, the screen at you when you're watching film is their speed and athleticism. It's uh, – unparalleled to anything we have here we we don't we can't simulate what they do they're so fast and, um and they're so athletic but uh you know for us you know obviously like anybody you want to be able to do the things that you do well and uh hopefully you can take some of those things away that they there's some of their strengths so uh, if we're able to do that then we know we'll be able to give ourselves a good chance to win um and if not then that's going to be a long night but uh we're excited being able to bring it back, you know, bring a game back here to uh, our home court. You know, we've got great fans and great support in our community and school, so uh, we expect nothing less than on Saturday night to have, you know, a nice crowd here and these kids deserve it. So hopefully we'll have, uh, we'll have a bunch of people here to, to support these kids and try to get in that region semifinal game. I have very little doubt that you won't be seeing – the Upperman Bees in a in a semifinal in the region tournament. That was head coach Bobby McWilliams, Upperman Bees head coach on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We continue on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we go from Upperman to Jamestown, from Baxter to York, to talk with head coach Rodney Pyle as they prepare for a matchup with Liberty Creek in which they could eliminate the region host in the first round of the district tournament, or excuse me, the region tournament, not unlike Upperman's girls did to Tullahoma last night. Tullahoma will still host the tournament, but they won't play in it after they got eliminated last night. And Rodney Pyle and the boys of York, the Dragons, have a chance to do the same to Liberty Creek. Joining us now, head coach and athletic director Rodney Pyle. Uh, Coach Pyle, I want to go back to just over a, a week ago now. You guys had finished up the regular season. You were heading into a game against Monterey in a semifinal. First and foremost, what was that week leading up to the district tournament like for you guys? Uh, was it kind of a benefit? Do you sort of wish you'd had a game maybe on like Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, or, or what were you guys doing over that week to kind of get rested and get prepped? Yeah, we played uh, played Smith County on that Friday before uh, in a away game. Played them at their place, uh, tough environment. So I was really glad for that because it uh, hopefully it, you know toughened us up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I would like to have had another game because uh, again that week off. Anytime you take more than three or four days off, it just seems like it hurts you a little bit. Sometimes you need the extra rest, and sometimes you need to. Just to keep playing a little bit to stay in that, uh, if, you know, because again, you get in regular season, uh, for the most part, you get used to playing two, uh, two games a week and, uh, just kind of get into a little bit of a routine. And, uh, so that knocked us off a little bit, um, you know, being a week off, but, uh, we'd like to, I tried to find a game where we're two or three games short this year, but, uh, we tried to find a game, uh, for that Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday would have been fine. 
but uh, we couldn't find anything, so uh, we had to go with it. And so we tried to try. You, you know, you're trying to figure out what to do because you don't, you know, you don't want to get people anybody hurt in practice. And uh, so you're trying to get a lot of shots in, trying to go over stuff, kind of five on zero and stuff like that. And um, so we just trying to mentally prepare ourselves to get ready to play uh, on Friday night against Monterey. Well, certainly you guys came out and. Uh, an 82-58 win over Monterey, who, of course, many people probably, uh, you know, found a surprise that it was Monterey on Friday night. Uh, what were you guys able to do against a Monterey team that, uh, again, I'm not saying you guys predicted anything, but many fans probably were were surprised to see them in the semifinals. What were you guys able to do against the Wildcats to come out and get an 82-58 win? I mean, 82 points coming off a week off is something special. Yeah, we um, of course again um, uh, we we started the game off slow. Uh, of course, again that week off might have hurt that a little bit. And of course, they had a game Tuesday with uh, with Watertown, the four or five game, and uh, so we came. I think uh, I think we was down two points after the first quarter. Uh, we finally got it going there in the second quarter. Uh, they did a great job. You know, anytime you get in these tournament games. Uh, you know, teams are going to throw something a little bit different at you that you've not seen or that they've not shown all year. And uh, so Monterey came out and they held the ball. They was very deliberate with the ball early in the game. And then uh, they come out and uh, and plays the box in one. And uh, that kind of threw us off offensively. But we, we was able to get it going there in the second quarter and uh, had a good uh, second half and, and, and played well. And uh, so, again, that's, uh, you know, we, we were tickled with the win. And, uh, happy to move on. Of course, that district semifinals becomes so important uh, because, again, you win that district semifinal game, you get to host the first round of the region game. Since that, uh, since we're satellite in that first round of the district game or the region game, you know, getting in that championship game of the district tournament is important because you'd rather, obviously, rather play at home and play on the road. You know, neither place guarantees the victory, but uh, you'd rather play at home. Well, yeah, you brought it up right there, and and so we'll go ahead and talk about it before we get into this championship game against Jackson County. What does it mean to get to stay home in Jamestown for the first round of the region? And and as you pointed out, it doesn't guarantee a win by any stretch, but uh, what does it kind of do for you guys to be able to, to keep yourselves there at home for round one? Well, you know, you know, the most part, not not every time, but for the most part, you should shoot a lot better at your home. You should feel more comfortable. Uh, the backgrounds are very, you know, you're used to them. Hopefully, the other team's not. Uh, we're we're going to be hosting Liberty Creek here, and uh, so they've got a, you know, about a two and a half hour bus ride here, and then they've, uh, you know, got to figure out, if, you know, what time they're leaving, how early are they leaving, do they get in traffic, and all that good stuff. So we don't have to worry about any of that. We just got to show up. And be ready, to, you know, take care of our home court, and hopefully they, they hopefully they won't shoot it here as well as uh, as they would have at home, and uh, hopefully that gives us a good little advantage, and, and we can take advantage of that, and hopefully come out with a win. Well, you guys have that opportunity because you made it to the district championship game Tuesday night. You take on Jackson County, and. Well, Coach, as as is kind of what can happen this time of year, you can have an 8-0 district record in the regular season, a regular season district title, and, and have all these other accolades. And then this time of year, anything can happen. A 58-49 loss to Jackson County. What did the Blue Devils do uh, on their home floor, which probably benefited them, as you just pointed out, uh, that, that helped them walk away with that uh, nine-point victory? 
Well, you know, first of all, like I said, they're playing home and there they've got they're going to have more fans there. It's, it doesn't it's not as far of, of a drive and uh, they had a great student body. We had a good student body as well there. Uh, so, but uh, but they just you know the, the energy inside the building was obviously tilted toward their way, and uh, so we had to try to overcome that. And we thought we we thought we had done the first quarter. We got down seven in the first. We came back, tied it up, yeah, going into the second quarter. Uh, then the second quarter we scored four points. Uh, then in the uh, third quarter we scored five points, and we've not done that all year long. We've not done it in any one quarter, let alone two quarters. And uh, so, like we talked about with the Monterey game, we go from scoring eighty something to scoring forty something, and uh, so that's a big, big drop off. So um, you know, again, uh, you know, basketball, you know, everybody, everybody loves, and I preach it as well. You know, defense wins championships, but uh, uh, but you got to score the basket, and we just we. We struggled scoring the basket there in the second, third quarter, and that bit us. Uh, we tried to, we you know, we outscored them ten points in the fourth quarter, but uh, you know, just a little bit too late for that. And uh, so, uh, you know, we, we made a good little run there in the fourth, but uh, just too late and couldn't couldn't overcome it. And you know, you you actually you spend all your energy coming back, you know, trying to force turnovers, trying to battle, trying to push the ball to the floor, trying to get good looks, and then uh, you know, you just you know. Couldn't, you couldn't keep it going. So uh, Jackson County played great. Uh, they come out and and had a great uh, had a great great game plan. They threw a few different uh, wrinkles at us, and uh, that affected us. And uh, we just got to make sure we're ready to play next time. But uh, hopefully, we can learn from this, learn from our mistakes, and and get a little bit better, and uh, and hopefully uh, prove you know that we we can win these games. They most certainly can win these games, but they do have to be careful. An upset loss to Jackson County in the district tournament title It's the reason they're having to play Liberty Creek in the first place. Dragons head coach Rodney Pyle joins us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, it's the high school playbook, and we head in descending order. We started in thir- we started technically, I suppose, with Monterey in uh, 2A, went up to 3A, came back down to 2A, and now we'll go down to 1A with the Van Buren Eagles and head coach slash athletic director Dustin Sullivan. You'll never believe this. Dustin talked so much. Coach Sullivan so open and willing with information, we had to break it down into two segments. So this first, up first, that is, uh, because he was unavailable to catch up with us this morning. It was unfortunate, but did get to talk to him yesterday. Here is part one with head coach Dustin Sullivan. Coach Sullivan, a bit of an up and down sort of uh, district tournament for you guys. Uh, you ultimately fall by three to South Pittsburgh in that uh, championship ball game. But how proud are you of your team's effort uh, throughout uh, you know, the tournament and obviously earning a, a chance to uh, host Copper Basin on Saturday? Uh, yeah, and unfortunately for us, the uh, our district is so small that I you know, it almost don't even feel like a tournament anymore. It was just a it was just a one game deal for us uh, that Saturday night. But uh, the kids did play hard. Uh, had a senior out with, with an injury that couldn't go, so we had to have a freshman step in and take his place and and play. Uh, I think maybe he might have been in the whole game. And uh, you know, um, unfortunately, layups and free throws were the uh, we're the bugaboo for us, uh, you know, make a few more layups, hit a few more free throws, and, you know, we're on the other end of it. But, uh, 
uh, guys played hard, uh, and it was a great environment for the, them to get to enjoy uh, since we did host. And, uh, you know, we get to host again tomorrow night and, and have the entirety of the region tournament here next week. So uh, I hope that they can, you know, just, uh, you know, en- enjoy the moment, the, the last few moments that we've got of this season just for everybody. I, I hope they can enjoy it and play hard. Yeah, no doubt. I think a lot of people probably forget that you're absolutely right, a three-team district, so you guys, by proxy of winning the regular season, just kind of automatically find yourself in a championship ball game uh, there on Saturday, uh, and being without a senior, certainly a, a tough go of it. Before we dive into Copper Basin, and obviously your specific game there on Saturday, you are also the athletic director at Van Buren, and I'd be remiss if I just didn't ask, uh, hosting a region tournament, what all goes into that? How kind of stressed is Coach Sullivan right now, knowing you got to coach a ball game Saturday, but also you're hosting uh, you know, several other teams coming up uh, here in the next week or so? Uh, yeah, it's uh, we, we've never hosted the region tournament, uh, to my knowledge, ever. I know we've never hosted the region since since I've been here, and this is year 21. So if we've done it before that, I'm not aware. Uh, honestly, it feels a, a lot like having to juggle things, kind of like running summer camp. You, you, you know, you're, you're trying to get all the schedules together, keep everybody in the same spot, make everybody make sure everybody's on the same page. And then all all of a sudden you kind of remember too. Oh yeah, you you've got to play and get ready for practice and and do some scouting. So uh, that that's kind of what it feels like. But we do a lot of stuff in the summer, so you know I'm I'm a little bit accustomed to to, to that. So that's not been too bad. We've got a great uh, administration here, and and they've helped out a lot. And I think um, I think everything's ready to go, and, and we've got a great basketball fan base. So I know that they'll show up and and uh, be excited about the product and all the teams that roll in here uh, put out on the floor. Van Buren County head coach Dustin Sullivan with us on the program. When we come back, we'll continue with head coach Dustin Sullivan and athletic director at Van Buren County High School. They will host the region tournament up first, though they host tonight in an attempt to advance on their home floor. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We remain in Van Buren on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Part two now with head coach and athletic director director Dustin Sullivan. Uh, and we start off just asking the obvious question, right? Basketball in Van Buren is almost a religion. It's so important. Fans come out. There's nothing else going on on a Tuesday or a Friday night, and you love that kind of environment. And, of course, Van Buren will get to try to have that kind of environment in the dist- in the region tournament, not just tonight, but going forward. And so we asked Coach Sullivan, or I asked Coach Sullivan, that is, what that meant, what it meant to have another game on, his, on their home floor, what it could mean to continue to have games on their home floor throughout the region tournament, and then obviously what it would mean to come away with uh, wins that put them in a spot where they get to host in a sub-state matchup. Um, I, I think we've got as hard a place to play in as good an environment here as, as anywhere in the state. And, um, you know, I, even, even though it didn't, uh, you, you know, even though we didn't come out on the, uh, on the winning end, uh, last Saturday night, you know, I, I was riding home with my, my son, who's a senior on the team, you know, and, and he said, you know, it was so loud that 
I knew Garen, which is you know his other the other captain, his running mate. He said I knew he was saying something to me, but I had no idea what he was saying. I was just trying to read his lips because it was so loud that I couldn't. I didn't have any idea uh, what he was saying. So uh, you know that that's uh, that's a uh, it, it's fun for the kids. And it's also a good advantage for you when you can really get, you know, the crowd on your side, and it really gets uh, rocking because it's a tight space, and uh, and it holds sound really well, which is, uh, you know, a lot of fun if you're if you've got momentum behind you. I'm sure you've watched film on Copper Basin. We'll mention that in a moment, but you have a week off between ball games, which, of course, any time of the year is pretty rare and kind of awkward. What has the that kind of been like this week? What's the preparation been like in terms of balancing rest with getting ready for uh, for a ball game coming up Saturday? Uh, well, our, our situation has been like that for a few years, so the guys kind of know. And they had a week off last week before they had to – pretty much before they had to – roll into playing Southfield last Saturday. So, uh, um, you know, we, we didn't change a whole lot. We, we've had some just regular practices, uh, thrown in a few little games to have a little bit of fun for the guys and, uh, you know, keep it light this time of year. And uh, sorry about that. No problem. And, um, and like I said, we've not done a whole lot different, um, you know, and we've just kind of, we spent a couple of days practicing us, and then the last few days, uh, a little bit more time on copper, which is what we'll do, obviously, today, because legs are important, so we've not done anything too hard all week. We'll let them stay fresh, and hopefully their mind will be right, and, and you know, it'll it'll work out tomorrow night. So what do you know about Copper Basin? What have you seen on film? You guys will, will do your best to try to key on or, or maybe counter. Uh, yeah, um, I've seen them play uh, a, a couple of different defenses. Uh, they look to be, I've not seen them live, but they look to be at least on film uh, long and rangy, uh, maybe, you know, at a few positions, a little, little bit taller than us. Uh, it's always interesting to see how that translates into real life when you've just seen somebody on film to see if the kid's as big as he looks uh, in real life. So, uh, but, you know, uh, we, we've played quite a few teams that have been bigger than us, and the guys have battled hard. Uh, so, you know, that won't be anything new for them. And, uh, you know, Copper's got to travel a long way, and, and, and hopefully that uh, will affect them a little bit as well and give us a little bit more of an advantage. No doubt the Eagles will have a distinct advantage. I'm Colin Castleberry. That was head coach Dustin Sullivan, Van Buren County Eagles, joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we go all the way from Van Buren County to Birdstown, where head coach Joseph Aminette and the Pickett County Bobcats have bounced back from a bad loss to end the regular season to Red Boiling Springs. All they've done is sweep their way through the district tournament and find themselves hosting in the opening round of the region tonight, and they hope to keep that red-hot fire under them uh kind of mentality going coach Aminette with us kind enough to join the program coach really appreciate your time you obviously ended the regular season with that loss to red boiling springs not necessarily the way you wanted to end it but uh, your team bounces back in a big way big way in the uh, district semifinal and a district championship game before we get into kind of either one specifically just what did you love out of your team's response uh, in those two games kind of bouncing back from a loss that could can can live in a 17 year old kid's head 
you know, I just think their togetherness. They, um, they're a team that really supports each other. And, um, you know, after that loss to Red Bull Springs and the, and the flu bug, it hit us. We were playing with some flu that game. You know, we were able to, to get through it, learn from it, and come back and have just a fantastic uh, district tournament. Well, certainly, no doubt, it was a fantastic district tournament. That uh, Saturday game with Clay County, obviously, you had to wait the extra day, uh, which can can kind of throw things off. Uh, how did you guys kind of handle the week leading up to that game? Uh, and then, obviously, what was it like uh, having that extra kind of day uh, right there at the end kind of throwing you off? You know, we, we prepared. Uh, we knew that we had beat them twice, but they were uh, they were playing their best basketball the season. And then, you know, you find out at 1 o'clock on Friday that you're not playing. So then you got to find a way to um, to have a decent practice that day and, uh, and get kids' minds right for the next day. And we just talked about it. You know, we dealt with it all year. Um, You've got to be able to perform regardless of the circumstances you can't control. And uh, we absolutely had a great practice on that Friday. And I think we came in and I thought Clay County played great. Uh, We played great. It was a great basketball game. And uh, Eli Reagan hit a shot at the buzzer to win it for us. And uh, and we were fortunate and uh, felt really good about it. Yeah, they obviously, and you guys obviously as well, that next day on Saturday made – uh, maybe one of the better games in any district tournament across the UC, a 64-62 final is with, as you mentioned, a shot at the buzzer. What were they able to do to make it such a tight ball game? And what were you guys able to do there in that final possession or two possessions to walk away with the victory? You know, I, I, I think what they were able to do is they, uh, they got us in some foul trouble. Um, I think I had two kids foul out. Had three kids with three fouls in the first half, and they just they really um, they really caused some issues with us getting into foul trouble, and which allowed us to uh, which allowed them to to kind of attack us in different ways offensively, and we kind of settled in that second half, and uh, and played a little better defense, didn't foul as much, and were able to come back and, and pull out the win. You guys bounced back a couple days later in the championship game uh, with a near ten point victory over a really good Gordonsville team. What was that game like for you guys, the execution, and, and ultimately what helped you guys come away with a near double-digit victory? You know, that was a, that was an interesting game. We were down seven points at halftime. Um, you know, Gordonsville's a, an, an extremely talented team, well-coached, uh, got great size. You know, they've got all the, all the parts uh, to be a great team, and they are. And I uh, thought they played really well. In uh, the second half, we were just able to uh, – we were able to get some defensive stops, and then we executed on offense. Uh, I think Jacob Jacob Pamanet had a big quarter for us in the third quarter. He kind of got loose and had 19 points in that third quarter alone. They kind of created some separation, and then the team did a great job of holding that lead throughout the game and, and got it up to win by, win by eight points, I think, at the end of the game. What was your message to the team at halftime in a game like that? Down seven, things aren't necessarily going your way. What what is what are you telling the team in in a in a moment like that? You know, there were there were two things I would tell you. Is we uh, you know we they out physicaled us the first half, and uh, and then and I challenged them for us to be more physical. And then the second, I told them just to trust their offense. We didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but I thought we got good shots. And uh, I got a lot of confidence in our kids, and I told them just to continue to take the shots that we were getting and that they would drop the percentages for kick in, and they did. And uh, we were able to come out with a victory. 
Coming up Saturday, you guys are region quarterfinal against Knowledge Academies. Before we talk about the opponent, just what does it mean to get that at least one more game there in Birdstown? Obviously, the goal would be to get to sub-state game there as well, but what does it mean to get one more uh, in, in your home gym on Saturday? Well, when you when you get to the regional tournament, you, if you can get host that first game instead of travel two and a half hours, it's a big deal. Uh, we've got a very good opponent in uh, Knowledge Academies, but we are excited to be hosted. You mentioned it right there, right? A, a really good opponent. What do you know about Knowledge Academies if you've been able to, to kind of watch any film at all? Uh, a 14-16 and 16 team overall, but they went 4-2 and two in their own district. You know, an extremely talented team. They played a lot of Metro 4A and 3A schools. And uh, we're playing the best basketball possible at the end of the year, and their best player – uh, got suspended for two games going into the district tournament, and if he doesn't get suspended, they're probably they probably win it. So he, he'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, he's reinstated. Uh, point guard is very talented. So we I think we're probably playing um, the best no the best number four seed in single A. We'll be playing on Saturday night. Knowledge Academies. They're extremely athletic. They're fast. They can shoot it. Just a really really good single A basketball team. But you know, the way we look at it, if you know, our goal is to get to Murfreesboro, if you're going to get to Murfreesboro and play in the state tournament, you got to beat really good teams. And we got to beat a really good team on Saturday night. No doubt they most definitely do have to try to beat a very, very good team tonight. Uh, but nonetheless, you expect that they'll be able to do that because they've shown a propensity throughout the years to find themselves in these tough ball games and to find a way to win them and get themselves back into a sub-state and then obviously into a state tournament basketball game. Head coach Joseph Amanette, the Pickett County Bobcats, joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the high school playbook. I'm Colin Castleberry. And one more time, get set for tonight. Boys region tournaments will begin. Girls began last night and a lot of great results for UC teams. We run back down the results now. Jackson County, a 41-38 winner over Trousdale County to advance. York Institute thumped White House Heritage 59-18 in a quarterfinal. Clay County, a near similar score, 61-28. Cookville, 67-17 in a similar fashion. And Clark Range, 71-38 in a similar fashion. All of them plowing through their quarterfinal competition to set themselves up very nicely for semifinal matchups next week. District 3A, or District 7 in 3A, uh, came up with 3 out of 4. A great night for them. Stone Memorial upsetting Murfreesboro Central 46-40. to uh, Upperman a 48-37 to winner over Tullahoma. And White County a 67-39 win over Marshall County. Unfortunately, Livingston Academy, the lone team from District 7 who did not get a win last night, hosting Lawrence County for the first time in three years. They have played each other three consecutive seasons in the region quarterfinal matchup. Uh, going into last night, L.A. was 2-0. and Now they are 2-1. and Lawrence County, a 57-52 win in Overton County on Durward Vaughn or inside Durward Vaughn Memorial Gymnasium. 
Pickett County actually got to play Knowledge Academies. It was thought Knowledge Academies might not even make that trip, might uh, just kind of forfeit there in the quarterfinal. They were 0-16, I believe it was, on the season. But they did play last night, and Pickett County a 95-16 win in that ballgame. So a fantastic evening for many UC teams on the girls' side. Tonight, the boys get started, and we'll have a couple matchups on the air for you. Amos uh, Rogan will be on the call solo for Cookville. Pat Frank is fine. He just had a, a you know, you can't predict these things. He had a, a, a pre, uh, what am I trying to think of? He had he had previous plans uh, that he had already made, and that's perfectly fine. So Amos Rogan will be on the call, though, tonight. Uh, Cookville taking on Rockvale over at Cookville High School. The boys on Newstalk 94.1. Coverage will begin at around 6.45, tip-off at 7 p.m. And we'll have the Livingston Academy boys on WLIV. That's 101.9 AM 9.20 as the Wildcats take on Tullahoma, trying to avoid being eliminated in the same fashion their girls were last night. I'm Colin Castleberry. Make sure to tune into either of those ball games and make sure to stay tuned to UC Sports Nation.com, the Facebook page, the Twitter page, and all of your Stonecom uh, family of stations for all of the updates as we get ready for region semifinals coming up next week. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.